Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, an aquarium is not just a glass or plastic box filled with water, sand, plants, wood, leaves, seed pods, and fishes. It's not just a disconnected clinical static display containing a collection of aquatic materials. It's a microcosm. It's a vibrant, dynamic, interconnected ecosystem influenced by the materials and the life forms seen and unseen within it, as well as the external influences which surround it. An aquarium features life, death, and everything in between. It pulses with the cycle of life, beholden only to the rules of nature, and perhaps to us, the human caretakers who created it, but mainly to nature. The processes of life which occur within the microcosm we create are indifferent to our desires, our plans, our aspirations for it. Sure, as humans, we can influence the processes which occur within the aquarium, but the outcome, the result, is based solely upon nature's response. In the botanical-style aquarium, we embrace the randomness and unusual you know, aesthetic which emerge terrestrial materials in part to the aquatic environment. We often do our best to establish a sense of order, proportion, and even design, but the reality is that nature, in her infinite wisdom born of eons of existence, takes control. We have two choices. We can resist nature's in, uh, advances, uh, attempt to circumvent or thwart her processes such as you know decomposition, growth, or evolution, or we can scrape away unsightly, you know, bio cover on rocks and wood, remove detritus, algae, and trim our plants to look all neat and orderly, or we can embrace her seemingly random, relentless march. We can make mental shifts which look at stuff like the biofilms, fungal growth, and decomposing leaves and tinted water. Mental shifts which start by accepting the look. It's not a mystery that botanical-style blackwater aquariums simply look different. We know this. We've talked about it. Now, it sounds a bit, well, dramatic, but we've all come to realize that this type of aquarium simply has a different operating parameters, literally and figuratively, than pretty much any other type of system that you'd keep. Not that there's some big mystery or secret to keeping one. Like any aquarium, you simply need to understand, appreciate, and, yeah, enjoy the characteristics, the phases, and the nuances of this type of system. The biggest parts of the mental shift are the understanding that botanical materials break down in the water column as they impart tannins and other substances into the environment. The well-manicured you know, aquascapes that you might have conceived will be reshaped by nature as these leaves and seed pods and other materials are broken down by bacterial and fungal action. The realization that nature is not the pristine orderly environment that we've conjured up in our stylized aquariums and global aquascaping contests is perhaps the most difficult thing for the aspiring tinter, that being you, to, to grasp. We've been indoctrinated for so long to think that this is the way nature is and that the definition of a successful, well-conceived, or healthy and clean system is one that consists of, you know, perfectly symmetrical, intentionally placed trimmed plants, pearly white sand, and impeccably clean, perfectly arranged driftwood. Of course, the reality is that this is just one aesthetic and that nature rarely has such circumstances combining in the same place or converging. Rather, it's a world of biofilms, patinas of algae, uh, water with turbidity, randomly disturbed botanical debris, scattered rocks and wood tangles, and all deposited by currents, rain, and even the fishes themselves settling into positions that typically defy the golden ratio and other human-created constructs. As a reef aquarist for decades, I learned about balance, understanding that there's you know, a certain amount of natural growth, such as coralline algae and such, which goes with the territory, and that a well-functioning and stable reef aquarium has achieved a sort of certain balance between what we perceive as nuisance and necessary. No reefer likes huge algae outbreaks, but every reefer appreciates the appearance of some algae in his or her system, as well as the random appearance of various micro and macro fauna. 
a sort of acceptance of a holistic environment within the confines of her aquarium. It's one of the foundation principles of reef keeping, and I think it would serve many within the freshwater aquascaping community to study and appreciate this as well. Rather than simply appropriating the term nature or natural to describe our system as we want it to look, we should think about how nature actually operates and looks and appreciate, emulate, and embrace the unusual look and function of botanical style aquariums. That mental shift. Far more than a barrier, really. Rather, it's like a point of demarcation between what we've come to expect from an aquarium and indeed nature and the way nature wants to evolve our aquarium. There's a certain dynamic, perhaps even a tension between expectation and reality. And the understanding of this, whether we embrace it or not, will only make us better aquarists with a more com you know, complete appreciation of the natural world and how function and form unexpectedly combine to create beauty if we make the effort to see it. And when we see it, we're far more likely to want to preserve and protect it and educate others about its wonders or just replicate it in our aquariums. To truly enjoy the botanical style aquarium, you need to understand what's involved, what's required of you as a hobbyist, and then move forward. Just remember one thing when playing with botanicals in the aquarium. It's not a plug and play proposition. It requires some effort, some thought, observation, and patience. By observing and assessing on a continuous basis, you'll get a real feel for how botanicals work in your aquarium. And what's the real finesse part of the equation? It's the nuance, the subtle yet noticeable adjustments and corrections that we make to keep things moving along nominally. Sort of like pruning in a planted tank, I guess, or weeding a garden. It's a process. Yeah, a process. In fact, the entire experience of a botanical-style blackwater aquarium boils down to a process and a pace that helps foster the gradual yet inexorable evolution of the aquarium. And let there be no doubt, a botanical-style aquarium does evolve over time regularly and steadily changing and progressing. As we've mentioned many, many, many times before here, it might be the perfect expression of the Japanese concept of wabi-sabi, popularized by Takashi Amano, who is the, which is the acceptance of transience and imperfection and things. It's a mindset, a point of view, a philosophy for sure, and the patience to allow your system to evolve. It's absolutely the most essential skill you have to have if you're going to work with botanical-style aquariums, period. There are no shortcuts, major hacks, or ways to dramatically speed up what nature does. Why would you want to anyway? Adopt a long game mindset. Know that good stuff often takes time to happen. I'm personally not afraid to wait for results. Well, not just to sit around in a literal sense, mind you. However, I'm not expecting instant results from stuff either. Rather, I'm okay with you know doing the necessary groundwork, nurturing the project along, and seeing the results happen over time. It's a long game. That's what we play here. It goes hand in hand with interpreting and recreating the form and function of nature as it really is. Uncomfortable with this idea? I understand. Now it's hardly revolutionary or crazy. Patience is something that most hobbyists already have or should have in their metaphorical toolkit. Trying to recreate nature in the aquarium is as old as the hobby itself. Yet to attempt to really replicate one of these complex natural habitats in the aquarium in form and function requires us to look ourselves in the mirror and see if we're up to the challenges aesthetic and otherwise. Can you handle the detritus, the biofilm, the fungal growth, the decomposition? Had enough of this stuff or are you thirsty for more? I submit to you that the next step, the idea of turbid sediment filled tanks where dead branchy materials, decomposing leaves, twigs, biofilms, clay, soil and silt all play. It's our next example of replicating nature in all of its unabashed glory. The, this type of feature really pushes us out of our comfort zone, doesn't it? 
You have a substrate composed of silty sediment and material, which when disturbed will cloud the water a bit for days at a time, perhaps. Sort of like what happens in nature, but it's in your living room. Is that something you want? Trying to circumvent or edit a look like this is easy, yet it simply glosses over the real beauty of nature. The rules of aquascaping, which we embrace so willingly, simply fly in the face of how nature works. Suffice it to say, there are no rules about rediscovering that unfiltered art beneath the surface. Our movement, if you will, believes in representing nature as it exists in both form and function, without editing the very attributes of randomness and resulting function that make it so amazing. We're utterly inspired by this, and challenged by it. We're all about the preservations of biofilms, decomposition, and that patina of biocover that exists when terrestrial materials contact water. We've come to the understanding that these materials break down and influence the environment, and this process doesn't always conform to our hobby interpretation of what is beautiful. We've developed a keen appreciation for the ephemeral, the transitional. It makes sense to me. It makes sense to many of you, too. I believe that there's a huge hunger in the aquarium hobby to find out more about natural habitats from which our fishes hail, and to create more realistic, functional representations of them in our aquariums. In my own rebellious way, I also can't help but think part of this enthusiasm, which a growing number of aquarists seem to have for this stuff, is that aquarium hobbyists in general have been a bit, you know, rebellious anyway. Our taste and styling is changing. And that maybe, just maybe, we're collectively a bit, well, over the idea of rule-centric, monostylistic, overly dogmatic thinking, which has dominated the aquascaping world for the better part of two decades now. We're ready to look at nature and our aquariums in a different way. We're ready to learn more from the worlds we create because they follow the path which nature created. Stay attuned, stay observant, stay open-minded, stay humble, stay brave, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tin and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.